All right, it's rolling. Okay. Hello. Um, welcome, I guess. This is a. I want to say this is episode 26 of uh, the State of the Chairs podcast, but for all relevant purposes, this is uh, episode one because we are starting over. The, th- the theme of the day of everything in the world is starting over. And the first thing that I care about that's starting over is this podcast. Because I have been half-assing the podcast game for the better part of two years now. <laughs> and uh, I have finally decided to bite the bullet. And I'm actually going to do the video podcast right. But it feels so douchey and grandiose and whatever other fucking word you want to use to uh, to be talking into a camera the entire time. That feels weird. Like like I can feel you judging me, and I and I don't I don't like 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 you know, you know what it is you know what it is you know what it is I project my own insecurities onto the camera, because if I'm not on camera, I can just be in whatever weird position I want to be in, and it doesn't matter as long as the microphone picks up what I'm saying, but but like when the camera's right there, it just feels. Something about being able to be seen just bothers me. And the only way that I can check that it's still recording is to have the reflection in the window behind the camera of the screen. So I don't. So I have that other paranoia of like, what if somebody looks in the window and then I feel like a douche doing a. I, I, I don't know. Hi, welcome to the show. Um, yeah, it's the State of the Chairs, a podcast about affairs. Um, the reason why it's called State of the Chairs is because everything on the podcast, everything, everything has the right to be at least a little bit wrong. Okay? We're just talking shit. We're not bringing facts. Um, occasionally, we'll look something up, but fuck the facts. Actually, no, no, not not fuck the facts. We, let, we like facts on State of the Chairs. We do like facts. But, but, and there's a big but. Like big butts, cannot lie. Um, the facts will not. Di- wow. <laughs> you ever like start a sentence and just like can't finish it? That that's where that's where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah. So the point is, we're just talking shit. Don't it. And I guess if you want to get your facts from this, then you deserve whatever happens to you. That's kind of the way that I'm choosing to look at it. Um. Yeah, so the theme is uh, starting over because, well, mainly because uh, this podcast is starting over with the video components, Um, and so we're starting off with episode one again, and and also, we're all quarantined, we're all, we're all kind of, actually, before I get into that, if you... If I have achieved any kind of success in my life after this is uploaded and all of that, because if you could see where I am right now, you would you would understand why I'm saying that's a big if. Anyway, um, if I achieve anything in my life, 
and you're combing through old episodes of this podcast to try to somehow cancel me or something, you're a dork. And I hope you know that. Okay, that's all, that's all I had to tell you. Um, now, see, we're all stuck in quarantine right now. We are, everybody's quarantined. Everyone is miserable. It's Actually, that's not true. Not, not everyone's miserable, but we're all quarantined, and that sucks. We can't go anywhere. It's terrible. But this represents an opportunity for a hard reset on everything you do. So we're starting over. One thing you can do, you can change your look. For example, I'm a scarf guy now. I know that I know that wearing a scarf inside in a temperature controlled pseudo studio at my mom's house in late April is probably one of the douchier things I've ever done. But, actually, that's not true. Not, not, not douches. Not douches. It's, uh, I don't know. Something about scarves has always felt like a, like a, like a pretentious type of, it, it, they always carried a vibe of like, I haven't done anything yet. I think I'm better than you. And, and that, and that always rubbed me the wrong way. I, I, I never liked that. But, uh, but then I was cleaning my room at my mom's house because I'm doing well financially. Um, and I was going through a drawer and I found this, uh, this scarf from, uh, from Polo Ralph Lauren. And, and I was like, well, you know what? It's the pandemic. It's now illegal to not have a fucking face covering on. So I was like, well, you know what? I'll put, I'll fucking get this face covering and, and that'll, and that'll be what I do. And so I did that. And then I put it on, and I was like, you know what? This is kind of this is kind of cool. I think I like scarves now. Scarves are the shit. Is I guess the the point here. Um, by the way, no ads on this podcast because, um, well, you know, like eleven people listen to the audio version, and uh, and and by the way, by the way, if you're if you're watching this on video for the first time and you're wondering like, oh, what what are these audio um podcasts out uh don't worry about them they weren't that good anyway uh i will put the clips out on wherever you're watching this um and by the way this this, this podcast is, is going to be well this episode is going to be disjointed because uh still working out the the video kinks because i'm uncomfortable I, I will admit i i am uncomfortable on camera <laughs> um actually i'm less Yeah, I put it on, and I was like, you know what? This feels this this feels because you know what it is, you know what it is, you know what it is, you know what it is. It's not the scarf; it's the ensemble that comes with the scarf. Because people that wear scarf, and 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 also I'm talking about guys. Women can wear can wear whatever the fuck they want because female fashion is much broader. I guess is that the right terminology? Ah, oh, I'm gonna get canceled. No, I'm not. Okay, so. What was I saying? <laughs> okay, yeah. It's it's like the it's like guys that wear scarves. It it's it's not the scarf. It's the entire ensemble because it's it's usually the scarf. The hair is usually like slicked all the way back to the point where like 
to the, 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 the point where like it, they, might, they might as well have like a number two buzz cut rather than because that's what the hair look. Uh, uh, y'all get what I mean. And they always have like like a nice shirt on, probably probably a tie, dark colored. Got a pea coat, and they're wearing like tight slacks, and they got like these nice shoes on that they just got shined because because the, the last hooker they killed bled on it, so they had to fucking they had to get their shit fucking polished and the and and like but they can't get it polished anywhere because they have to go to like their specific guy that is expecting the blood and won't freak out and call the cops because why did i have to make them a serial killer i didn't i didn't have to do that i, I could have made them like a mobster or just like or or, or i didn't even mean to get violent I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just talking about a shitty person i, I don't i don't mean a murderer okay hold on <laughs> let's back it up let's back it up let's back it up okay no blood on the shoes. Polished every day because they can't stand the littlest bit of dust. And that kind of person also is so non-handy. Is that the word non-handy? So uh helpless. Helpless that they can't clean their own shoes. That's that's what I'm talking about. Um But I'm a scarf guy now. Just scarf, just scarf. Still gonna wear my oversized Henleys. Still gonna wear my Vans. Still gonna wear my fucking jeans. Still gonna not flick my hair back. Well, you know, I'll, I'll keep it under control, but I'm not, 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 gonna, not gonna do like the like the slick, because because there's a big difference. There's a huge difference between pushed back and slicked back. You're right. Pushed back is like is like you just kind of have yourself together today. If you're slicked back, you're a date rapist. Okay, and that's just how I feel. That is just how I feel about that. Why is my laptop... Okay, there we go. I fixed it. I fixed it. Um, Yeah. Starting over. Starting over to theme. I'm a scarf guy. Uh, I got the... Um, I guess we'll go through the fucking items on the set. I can't... Okay. You know what? Pause. I can't call it a set anymore. I did it for 10 minutes. I can't, I can't fucking do it. I, I can't take myself seriously calling this a fucking set. This is a, this is a fucking folding table from Staples with artifacts on it and a condenser microphone that plugs into a laptop and an iPhone recording video right now. So I really cannot call this a set. I'm in my I'm in my fucking bedroom at my mom's house. My bed is right here. It's it's probably in the shot. Is this in the shot? I, I, I don't even fucking know. Let's go over it. All right. So we got we got my desk phone. Well, first we got a Jack and Coke because I'm an alcoholic. Wait, no, 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 not an alcoholic. I'm a drunk. An alcoholic needs it. A drunk loves it. Know that. Remember that. You're not an alcoholic. You're just a drunk. Unless you try to quit and can't, then you might be an alcoholic. Or if you try to quit and get the shakes and almost die, then you're probably an alcoholic. But you can fix that. You can wean yourself off it and then go back to being a drunk. There are there are steps. There are steps here. See, 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 see. Because there were the 12 steps. The AA has the 12 steps. But if you don't stay sober 
AA, AA doesn't like then then you're kind of out of AA. So AA, 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 Alcoholics Anonymous has to keep you in by only having twelve steps. Because at the end of twelve, you say it's over. No, 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 no. There's more steps than that. In fact, there is a bar in the East Village in Manhattan. Actually, honestly, I don't know if it's still there because this uh, this now it's sad. This quarantine might have, you know, killed the business. It's kill, it's gonna kill a lot of a lot of businesses are not coming back from this. They'll be starting over. Um, but no, this bar is called the Thirteenth Step. The thirteenth step is you go back out. You have a couple, all right. You have a few because you know, twelve steps takes a long time to get through. So your tolerance is going to be way down. So what you got to do is go out again. Have three, have three. When you get to the place, you tell the bartender you're only going to have three. Tell the bartender your situation. Tell tell the bartender you're on your thirteenth step. And, and that you and that you're trying to ease your way back in and say so you're only going to have three and then at the end of three you have to be cut off but you have to stay in the bar until the buzz wears off so 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 what you're gonna do and and, and tip your bartender well for this because they're gonna save your life you want to have your three drinks and then you're cut off you order waters for the next three hours and you're crushing those waters for the next three hours Gonna piss a lot. I'm not gonna lie to you. you. You are going to urinate a lot after while this happens. Um, but then once that happens, you have successfully re-entered the realm of alcohol drink of alcohol consumption without going way off the rails and having a problem. The fourteenth step is you go right home. You don't go to another bar. You don't. Fucking, you don't go, you don't, look at me, you definitely don't stop at the liquor store on the way home and get another bottle of booze. You don't do that. You you keep the booze out of the house until the 16th step, all right? The 14th step is you just go straight home. 15th step, you do, you do that, you repeat the last the last time again you were so so step 15 is repeat 13 to 14 twice it, it, it doesn't have to be consecutive days but you have to do steps 13 and 14 three times and then <laughs> jesus christ and then you'll be ready for step 16 which is you get a bottle of whatever your favorite liquor was. Or if you were a beer guy, actually don't don't waste the beer. Get a bottle of whatever your favorite liquor was. You bring it home. You set it on whatever thing it is, whether it's your liquor cabinet, your you you have a shelf. I had a shelf. Um set it, so you set it on your shelf and you don't drink it. Because because at this point you are practicing restraint. You do not drink it. You just let it sit there and you let it stare at you 
with the eyes that say, "Hey, man, you gotta just drink this, man. Just drink this, man. You're gonna love it, man. Just drink this, man. Just drink it, man. You're gonna love it, man. You drink this, man. So let's stare at you, and eventually, you'll be free. And then, of course, you step seventeen. You crack it open. Pour yourself one shot. Now, you can mix this shot with something if you want, or you can just take the shot. Whatever you want to do, it's up to you. It's up to you. But the point is, you have one. You can mix it. You can whatever you want. Cause, cause, and the reason why it's one shot and, and the bar was three drinks is because, first of all, you want to pay the bar that's helping you get back into this. Second, now you... Step 17, right? Step 17, you are now practicing your restraint in the house. Now, this is better if someone is with you to stop you. But if you're alone, this is going to take a lot of restraint. So so you're going to have your one. Why am I talking about this? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, Yeah, That. so... Jesus. Don't listen to me, by the way. If you... Actually, you know what? Hold on. Okay. I'm not saying to do that. But if you do do that, and it works out for you, and you end up becoming a responsible drinker, then uh, please let me know so I can get the ego boost of knowing that I helped somebody. <laughs> Fuck. Ah, Jesus Christ. But that's the point. You're starting over. You're starting over responsibly during this and and during this lockdown everything is starting over you know like if you say you didn't like your say you let's say you hated your job let's say you hated your job so let's say every time let's say because 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 there was because i don't know where you live but where i live or used to live, will live, will live, where I used to live and will live again soon, New York City. A lot of suicides by train, and yes, this is this is sad, it's morbid, it's terrible. A lot of suicides by train happen in the morning, and they inconvenience a lot of rush hour traffic, or rush hour commuters, I should say, because you know. Depending what train you jump in front of, you delay that you, you delay that whole line and going that direction, and then people are pissed because you know it because because it usually because either it kills you and it's a splatter and they gotta clean it up, or or God forbid you survive, but the second they move the train, your guts are gonna fall out, so they just gotta bring your family and your friends and and everyone to say goodbye to you, and they're like, oh yeah, why'd you do? And it's terrible. It's it, it's it's really it's really terrible. It's really terrible because you're dying. It's terrible. Um, but you're also inconveniencing so many people. And I think the reason why people do that at that hour is because they get up. They're just like fuck. I can't take another day of this. Fuck. And 
then they begrudgingly get out of bed and they fucking judge their way to the shower and then they take the shower and they're like, this is terrible. I don't even want to do they don't even they don't even wash their their like like they don't even clean themselves in the shower. They just stand there for ten minutes and let the water run over them because they're so fucking miserable. And then and then they like half heartedly dry off and then when they put their clothes on, their clothes get damp because they weren't even fully dry when they when they just got out of the shower and and then they don't even bother to put socks on. They just throw the shoes on anyway. And they're like, fuck this. I don't want to do this anymore. And you're just thinking about what your boss is going to say to you when you get into the office. And you're just like, oh, my God. Am I really doing this again? Like, why don't I just why don't I just move to somewhere that's a lower cost of living? And then I can take a job that pays less money, but also I can work less hours and maybe I'll enjoy what I do because they say, if you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. And you're just like, ah, blah, blah, blah. and then you remember that you have this fucking debt because you made a bad investment a couple of years ago. And you're just like, Holy fuck. I forgot. I'm in debt. My credit score is shit. So, so even if I could find a job out there, I probably couldn't even get an apartment with my fucking credit score. So that kills that dream immediately, and then you fucking you're walking to the subway, and you're just like going on the stairs, and people who were up earlier than you are already at where they need to be, and so they're coming up the stairs, and you're trying to get down the stairs, and you're like, you mother, ah! you're losing your shit, and then you go to swipe at the fucking turnstile, but it says you you have an insufficient fare because it's the first of the month, and your monthly ran out, and you're like, fuck. So you go and spend a hundred and something dollars on a fucking monthly and then you get the monthly. It swipes in the turnstile and you walk down the turnstile and you walk down those stairs to the platform and you're just standing there and you feel so trapped in your situation. You're just like, what the fuck am I doing with my life? And then the train comes and, you, and you're seeing it and you're thinking, I can just end it right now. I can 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 end it right now. Can end it right now. And then you jump. Because a split second you freaked out and you just went for it. And you got that relief. But at what cost? My point is that you is that is that even if that was your life before, now you probably lost that job. So you don't have to do the job here anymore. You're free. You can start over. <laughs> you you are free to start over. You can find a new job. Well, once this is all over, of course you can find. Once because here's the thing: businesses businesses are going to come out of this. They are. Some businesses are are, are getting those loans. In fact, in fact. The company that I work for is actually hiring people during this. So the jobs are there. I mean, not like the I mean, remote jobs are there. Like real man jobs aren't there. Like like in-person jobs aren't there. Service jobs aren't there. But so for the time being, I don't even know. I don't even know. That's hard to talk about. Is There's a lot of starting over happening. 
You know what else else is going to start over? My fucking dental records are going to start over because I have not been to the dentist in a while. Because, I'll be honest, I... I missed I missed one appointment, so, that, so there goes a year, and then fucking this happened, so I haven't been in a long time, and I feel like when I get there, like like my teeth feel okay, but I feel like when I get there, that's just, that, that, that that's not true. My gums are fucking receding as fuck, and I and I don't even know what it is because I, I got I got the electric toothbrush, I'm doing like the, but I don't know what it is. Every time, every time. Every time. I don't know. All right. That doesn't matter. Point is, you can start your career over. I'm talking to, like, people in the 20s and 30s. If you're in your 40s, 50s, I, I, I don't know. Mainly because I don't have the experience for that. I, I, I don't know what it's like to be in your 40s or your 50s. I can guess, but I don't know what it's like. I'm 24. I, I can't help you there. Um... I don't know. You know, it's, it, it's, it's weird because cause I used to do this like sitting on my bed and it was just a little nonsense. But now that I'm now that I have like a table behind me or did I really just say that now that I have a table in front of me, now that I'm sitting behind the table and I have like some props and I'm and a fucking arm thing. I actually feel like I know, and and, and, like, and I can like make gestures to to like emphasize my points. I, I actually feel like I feel like I have some kind of like authority. Anyway, um, oh, you, you know what? <laughs> actually, I, I was I was supposed to be going over the items on the items on the, on the, on the desk. Okay, so we got what we got here. Jack Nuggle Force, um. <laughs> And I know that I'm drinking on the mic, uh, and I know that there are people that have like what's it called like, like misophonia, um, who that would be very annoying to you if if you uh if you were to experience or 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 to hear me drinking something or eating something on the mic, and and evidently if you have this misophonia thing, then like sounds drive you crazy um have any of you people ever thought that maybe you're just difficult to live with i'm not even gonna follow up on that i'm just gonna let it hang out there so that's on you figure that out um yeah so we got uh this is my uh this is my conch phone um this this was actually born out of uh, this character that I do, Gerald Winter. He's a power hungry politician. He is actually your local power hungry politician, and he and he and he puts out PSAs periodically. So um, sometimes he and and he talks on this whenever he's talking about uh like uh wanting to control the citizenry and stuff like along those lines. You know, good guy, good guy. But that's where that came from. This. This uh, little goat statue thing is honestly it's from China. Uh came over here 5 years ago or so. For legal reasons I can't say ah oh, fuck. 
I don't know exactly when it came over. It was a little over five years ago. Um, and let's just say the reason I have it is because, you know, when you're 18, 19 years old, you're just getting away for, from home for the first time. You're you're with a bunch of people your age with no one older really supervising you and and uh there are certain things that you aren't allowed to uh have possession of because of your age and and uh and and it's really hard to get possession of this thing because selling it to someone your age is also highly frowned upon by law enforcement so you so, so you're kind of stuck and you can't really get it yet your entire reality is centered around this substance that you that you cannot get and are not allowed to possess so um a, a market springs up and you and you figure out that if you just order something from a foreign land and it arrives then you can use that something to acquire the substances and nobody knows except for you that you were not supposed to be allowed to acquire the substances. Now, if you are now, if someone finds out about this thing you have, you could be in a lot of trouble. Um, now, of course, I didn't get the thing, but they came with this statue. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it it was a ram, but uh, but you know, college things happen. Statues fall off of surfaces. And, and the ram lost his horns, so now he's a goat. Um, that's embarrassing. And um, so, so now I have, a, I have a goat statue from China. That was fun, right? Fun times. All right. Next. This little car thing. It lights up. Bing! It's kind of hard to see on the camera, but green light in the car. And this... I don't know why it's here. I was just... Uh, I can't turn it off. Shit. There it is. Alright. I don't know why it's there. I was just... When I was going through stuff, I found it. And I was like, that's cool. And I put it there. This uh, sign thing. It says Mar on it. Uh, my initials. Uh, Matthew Alexander Richards. M-A-R spells Mar. That was my nickname growing up that I accidentally gave to myself because... I'm that tool. Um, but no, I, I, took, I took a woodshop class my freshman year of high school, and I made this in woodshop. Um, this thing is a globe. Got it from my, my granny on my dad's side. She gave it to me. It's a, bunch of, it's, it's a bunch of different stones are all the countries, and I think it's aesthetically pleasing. I was going to say cool, but I didn't, that didn't seem like a good enough way to put it uh yeah and uh this is the part that records the audio for the podcast so yeah that's the set 
Okay. Starting over is the theme. Yes. Um, this quarantine also presents the opportunity. Sorry about that. Did not mean to burp on mic, but I did. Sorry. I don't know what to tell you. It also presents the opportunity because when the lockdown first happened, what happened? Alcohol sales spiked. People started just like saying, fuck it. You know, they're just laying back like, oh, I'm stressed. People are stressed. They're stress eating. And all of these things, people are, um, people are fucking going to bed at no particular hour. So their sleep schedules are getting all fucked up. Circadian rhythm is off. I read a thing once that said, left to its own devices, the human body adopts a 25-hour sleep schedule. So, now we're left to our own devices. And and we're slowly, and we're just like losing an hour every single night. And then eventually you're inverted and you're all fucked up. And... And even you work from home folks, some of you work from home folks, might experience this. And I, and I know this because I experienced this. I, I experienced, it, experienced this. Where, like, my first, like, two weeks working from home, I, uh, it was bad, dude. Like, like, like I, I think at, at my worst, I started work at noon and finished at 9 p.m. That was my worst uh, regular schedule. I actually... The latest I I ever was working was 3 a.m. But that was just because I had I was doing overtime to get a thing out. Cuz I'm so, I'm somehow fucking busier at work now that I'm I I, I don't get it. I'm don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for it, but I I don't understand. Um but you don't care about my fucking job. I I barely care about my fucking job. But um yeah. The point is all of these things are leading to diminished health status. That was a dumb way of putting it. We're getting less healthy. That's what I'm trying to say. We're we're fucking up. Like I used to be a division one athlete, and now I'm a fat scarf guy. I don't know what to tell you. So this is an opportunity to start over. You can work out. You can work out. You can fucking I don't know, find a new, uh, you, you can do yoga, you can take up running, you can take up running, because, because here's the best thing, here's the best thing, you can say you don't want to be out for too long, so you're only going to run around the block, and that's how you start, because, 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 because if you start small, you won't lose the confidence, or you, or you won't, like, get in your head with it. Because uh, I forget. It was uh, Jordan Peterson was talking about um. He was saying that like. You can do like incremental goals where, so for running for example, you'll you'll say I'm gonna go outside. I'm gonna run around like this block that I live on, and you'll call that success. So then once you do the loud around the block, you're, you're, like, you're like okay, I I I succeeded. Good job me. And then the next day I'll do a little more, and you do a little more, and you do a little more, and eventually you're running a marathon. That's how that's that's the idea of it, at least. 
point is you can start over and you can stop being a fat fuck. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about right now. Um, I'm lucky enough. My mom has an, has an elliptical machine. So I'm doing two a days of 30 minutes on the elliptical. Uh, 30 in the morning, 30 at night. And uh, just trying to, to sweat it all out. Sweat out the bullshit. And I'm also starting over my alcohol consumption. Okay, anyway. Another another starting over point. Your relationships. Okay? Here's the thing. A lot of you are stuck quarantined with a significant other who, let's be honest, you probably should not have been dating in the first place. What the fuck were you thinking? Quarantining with this person. Really? Was that the best you could do? Was it? You had nowhere else you could go. So you thought it was a good idea to quarantine with your terrible significant other that you should have broken up with six months ago. And yet, here you are quarantined with them. How does it feel now? You're stuck. In fact, in fact, the reason you even found this video and or audio was because they just wouldn't stop doing that one annoying thing they do and it was driving you up the fucking wall and you decided that you were gonna just gonna hide away and you were gonna ignore them entirely and you're just gonna sit on your phone and and whenever she was whenever whenever he or she or they whatever the fucking pronoun they use because it's 2020 I don't, uh, I don't i don't want to get fucking canceled for saying he or she when you so when they asked what you were doing, you would say, I'm fucking working. But of course you would sugarcoat it with the, I'm working, dear. But it would have the it would have all the sentiment of the first one I said. But no, all you were doing, you were just going through the internet, just looking at all this content, just burning through content because you were losing your fucking mind. And you found me. Hi, good to see you. Nice to see you. Good oh, oh my god, you is is that new hair? Did you cut those bangs yourself? Oh my god, that's adorable! Oh my god! Did you order a necklace off Amazon? It looks great on you. New shirt? Is that a new shirt? Looks nice. I like it. The point is... You're sick of this person. You hate this person now. And you cannot wait. You can't fucking wait until this lockdown is lifted so you can tell them to fuck right off. And now you're free. You're single. You're free. But you are still a relationship person. Don't forget who you are. Because here's the thing, if you were not a relationship person, you would not have stayed with this psychopath and or loser and or moron and or just shitty person and or just not a good match. It could it could just it could just not be a good match. Don't forget, someone could be a good person but a bad match for you. That's that's also possible. But we need to get to the core issue here. The issue here is that you are afraid of being alone. 
And for that reason, you stayed in this relationship longer than you should have, and you got trapped. So, with your newfound singleness, do not, do not, do not, do not rush into the next, do not rush into the arms of the next person that fucking looks at you lustfully. Okay? Take some time. Maybe date around a little bit. I'm going to say sleep around a little bit because I'm an adult. All right? Sleep around a little bit. Figure out who you are outside of other people. Or if you meet someone great, then go with them and whatever. But don't mistake your loneliness for someone being great. It's not the same thing. Not not the same thing. Not the same thing. You know many people... I shouldn't even say this. Some people have thought that I was great, but it, it, it's because they were lonely. I'm terrible. That's what, that's, in, fact, in fact, not the point. Not the point. Point is, in your, in your romantic life, your love life, you are starting over when this is over. We're starting, and even you fucking happy couples, you happy couples, you couples that are like, oh, this quarantine brought us closer together. We're more in love than we ever were. First off, for now, I am very happy for you. Good for you. But once this quarantine's over, you will also be starting over because if the quarantine brought you closer together, you're going to have the vacation relationship syndrome. I did not say any. I, I did not enunciate at all in that sentence. You are going to have the vacation relationship syndrome. Means, you know, we we've all heard the story of the couple that meets on vacation, and and like they fall in love, or whatever it is, and they're like, oh my god, you're so great. And then, but but they don't live in the same city, so it's sad. But they met on this great vacation they were both having, and then they go back to their cities, and they're texting, and they're FaceTiming, and they're phone sexing, and they're having a good time. And then that fateful day happens where one goes to visit the other, and they see each other in person out of the vacation context and they're just like oh my god I fucking hate you so much you're a fucking terrible person I hate the way you live your life then you break up and it's sad never continue a relationship after the vacation by the way it's a bad idea Um, my point is if you're stuck with somebody these are not normal circumstances. I don't know what the normal is going to be after this. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure if we go back to the old normal or if there is a whole other different kind of normal that is going to manifest itself at the end. I don't know. I'm not going to pretend to know. I feel like it's arrogant to say so. But whatever it is, it's not going to be this. Eventually, we're going to be allowed to go back outside. So this quarantine is like, it's like that vacation. And so you are also starting over. 
we are all starting over when this when this when this thing ends. That we just address how I how I, I just wipe my eyebrow like I was wiping my hair back, just like ah, oh, oh, my eyebrow. All right. Um. What else is starting over? This is ridiculous. This is ridiculous. Um. I'm taking way too long. By the way, is is New York even closed? I went to I went to I went to I drove to Manhattan on Saturday. It's Monday, by the way. It is Monday at 7:48 p.m. or 7:48 p.m. on Monday, April 27, 2020. That is the day that I am recording the first new episode of State of the Chairs, episode one, starting over. And um. No, I, 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 I drove in on Saturday, and I gotta be honest. I kind of like New York now. Like the congestion will always like piss me off while I was there, but you know I got there, and you know, to be honest, when you're driving in Manhattan, it just always feels like you're committing a crime. Just because of how walkable the city is and how pedestrians have the right of way, even when they're wrong, like like it, like it could be you you could have a green light on fucking First Avenue, and a pedestrian just jaywalking has the right of way, which I think is not good for pedestrians. You because because people in New York think they're invincible. They, they they think this shit can't go south on them, and. For the most part, it kind of has. But the point is, now there's less people there. There's less people. Everyone's kind of minding their business. They're just like, hey. There's a, the, the air of superiority. Wow, that was not a word. The air of superiority has left. Because they know how fucked up they are. Uh, thank you, Mom, for keep for having me here while the world falls apart. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, and so I was there. I was there. We we're having a good time. It was all good. It was all peachy. I, I hate I hate that fucking word peachy, but but it, it, it was all right. And nobody was social social distancing. Everybody was out and about and having a good time. Um. Parks were open, and honestly, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. I think, I think, it is not the government's place to like enforce social social distancing. All right, if if you're gonna if you're gonna be given the information and then ignore the information, you deserve whatever happens to you. That that that's what I'm gonna say. If you are going to ignore the facts, then you deserve whatever happens to you. That's just how it is. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. They they say, they say that the reason that you need to be careful and everything is because even because you could catch it, be an asymptomatic carrier, and then bring it to somebody, and then they would have an adverse reaction and they could die potentially. But I ask you this. 
if this other person that caught it and had an adverse reaction was properly social distancing, maybe they wouldn't have got it? Just a just, just, just saying. Just saying. Just saying. My point is, we shouldn't be forced. We should not be forced. Um, that's all. I, that's all I have to say about. I don't know. I'm here for it. Uh, other things are starting over. Um, oh, you, you know what's starting over? We, uh, in in that vein, um, we the United States are probably going to be starting over as a police state. It's not fun. Probably are, yeah, because they're fucking arresting people for being outside. That's it. And it's a weird precedent that the threat of a of a of a disease um the or just like what or or just like any big threat is uh is evidently grounds to shut down most of the economy and put tens of millions of people. Last I checked, it was like 26 million people on Friday. On Friday, the 24th, I think that, I think that was. Um, yeah, put that many people out of work? For this? That's quite a precedent, don't you think? You know, couldn't they say... Oh, I see this being a threat. Everyone go in your house. Something like that. That's a... And also, governments have never really relinquished power. Every state ever, and if I'm wrong, please correct me, but I think think, think every state ever has grown and grown and grown and grown and grown until either... A revolt and revolution, or the government got toppled by an outside government. Just saying, I don't, I don't, I don't, I, I, I all the top of my head, I can't think of a time when, uh, when an oversized, overpowered government has ever willingly and peacefully given power back. I don't know. I don't know. Hopefully I'm wrong. I, I, actually, and and if if logic would track, that was the wrong way to put that. If if history is any indication, a 24 year old is probably wrong. So I'll say I'm probably wrong. Fair enough. Whatever. I don't know. I hope that we can start over. Not as a police state, but we'll see. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know what's not starting over? All this woke shit. It is persisting. The woke shit is persisting. Because I saw this fucking thing. I saw this thing. Saying that... It, it was a point saying that we should have more women leaders 
because countries with female leaders have less COVID deaths. Keep in mind, these countries are like, I think it was like Germany, the one, a couple of the Nordic countries, Scandinavian countries, um, somewhere in Western Europe. I think there was one somewhere else. I for, I forget. I don't I, I don't have it on the screen. I just have like the I just have the audio file on the screen. Uh, I also didn't write them down. Um. But I forgot what the point was. All of those countries, first off, they're a lot smaller than us, than China, than other places. Small countries are going to have a smaller total number of deaths because the population's smaller, by the way. Also, they're just a culture that follows rules better. You're taking one, I forget what the, what the, I forget what the, I mean, it's a coincidence, but the, there was, there was another term, um, that I learned in stat class my senior year of high school. I don't fucking remember. Shit. God damn it. Fuck. Oh, okay. All right. This this could be wrong. But in the study that says female leader equals less COVID deaths, the lurking variables are things such as, like, they're just, like, a more rules-oriented culture. Like, you think Germany's not going to follow rules? You think Sweden? Not Sweden. What country was it? Fuck. Whatever. Not, 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 doesn't matter. Point is... As much as we have, like, fucking dorks that like to snitch on people for going outside and gathering in groups larger than three, like you've seen reports of, you like you've seen reports of, like, cities offering rewards to snitch on your neighbors, you f- fucking dorks. As much as that happens here, we are a rebellious people we are a go fuck yourself we are a nation everyone the same way that everyone in australia is kind of crazy because they're because they're descendants of a prison colony everyone here is kind of crazy because we are the descendants of sociopaths who not, not not sociopaths psychopaths who literally said Fuck everyone I know. Fuck everything I know. Fuck everything I've ever known. Fuck all of that. I'm going to hop on this boat and go to this place that I think exists. And they did that. We're the descendants of people who had 10 bucks. And they were like, hey, I got 10 bucks. A plane ticket's 9 bucks. I'll go to fucking... That place now a plane ticket would have nine bucks. I I know that. I'm just saying, like for the sake of the example, they went there. They showed up in fucking some major city with with, with a fucking dollar, and was like, I was like, I can do this. Psychopaths. 
People who said, people who said, I'm going to go jump into the worst poverty ever just to get the fuck away from this place. We're rebellious motherfuckers. We ran away from shit. That's, that's who we are. Yeah. That's who we are. I have a question. I have a question. Where does social responsibility end and personal responsibility begin? I'd like to know because I don't know if you've been watching the news, but our goldfish in chief, um, and I hate hopping on like the Trump hate bandwagon, but he, but he's a, but he's a, he's a goldfish. Um, he, I'm not going to say he said to, cause that would be dishonest. He mused, he mused about the possibility of getting some kind of disinfectant into the body to kill the virus. Now, if you were to think critically about it, you would understand that, you know, he wasn't saying to to put dis- to, to, he, he wasn't saying to swallow disinfectant, he wasn't saying to inject disinfectant. He wasn't he was he wasn't saying that. He was saying maybe we can get something that's that's that effective. That that, that is as effective as the disinfectant that is safe for people. That's the obvious line of thought. Like something that has that effect on the virus would be helpful in a person. That's true. But then you have people, and the, and, the, and and the, and these people take two different approaches. There are people who take him at his word, and they freak out, and they go on Twitter, and they say, "Oh my God, the president said you should inject the vaccine and drink." You have those people, and then you have the people. Who who take him at his word, and then go and actually drink the shit, and oh, oh. for those of you listening on audio, I am holding a jug of Clorox bleach. They don't sponsor the show. Um, and I'm gonna say, what's well, like a quarter, a quarter? Yeah. A quarter of the bottle has a giant warning message on it saying precautionary statements, hazards to humans and domestic animals, danger, corrosive, causes irreversible eye damage and skin burns, harmful if swallowed, do not get in eyes on skin or on clothing, wear protective eyewear and rubber gloves when handling this product. Wash thoroughly with soap and water after handling and before eating, drinking, chewing gum, using tobacco, or using the bathroom. Don't even touch your balls after using this shit. They didn't say that part. 
Avoid breathing vapors and use only in a well-ventilated area. First aid. If in eyes, hold eye open and rinse slowly and gently with water for 15 to 20 minutes. You'll probably go blind. They didn't say that either. Um, if swallowed. If swallowed. Have person sip a glass full of water if able to swallow. Do not induce vomiting unless told to do so by a poison control center or a doctor. Do not give anything by mouth to an unconscious person. It says it right on the fucking bottle. Don't drink the shit. And and also, they don't. The bottle doesn't mention injecting it because who would think to inject it? And also, who was who? Who doesn't know this? And and I get it. Panic makes you do dumb things. But I'll raise you this argument. When I was in first grade, when I was in first grade, one of my classmates, I'm not going to name him because he's a good guy, but he claimed that he drank bleach and he was fine. He was seven. Claimed, he drank, claimed that he drank bleach and he was fine. And we were all six and seven, and we knew he was full of shit at six and seven because we knew, hey, drinking bleach kills you. We knew at six and seven. So at what point does personal responsibility begin and social responsibility end? I didn't get through nearly as much as I wanted to do on this episode. But we are an hour and two minutes in. So that's going to be the end of the fucking podcast. Yes, that is it. That is it. That's going to be the end. Thank you for listening. Uh, Please uh, rate, review, comment if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe. I'd appreciate that. Um, Please... uh, if you want to write to the podcast, uh, someguypodcast at gmail.com or comment on the video. That's also a possibility, but you knew that already. Um, what else we got? What else we got? Uh, if you like the podcast, tell your friends because that helps me. Uh, helps the podcast grow and stuff like that. Um, and uh, honestly, just like thank you for listening because without you, there'd be no one listening. Now would just be talking to an iPhone for no reason. So I appreciate you for that. And um hope you enjoyed it. Hope you hope you had a good time. If not, totally understand. No more feelings because you know, I'm just some guy and this is just state of the chairs. So thank you again for watching. Have a wonderful rest of your morning, evening, day, night, whatever the fuck it is. And I will talk to you the next time that I talk to you. I can't end like that. That was terrible. Whatever. Drink up. All right. See you next time.